Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, everybody? It's Bo here from the TV Talk Podcast. And if you tuned in yesterday to my She-Hulk TV Talk, then you know that I am under the weather. And that has not changed today. In fact, I'm even more under the weather. But you know what? Maybe that's okay. I don't know if that's going to like impact or that really did impact the way in which I viewed this episode, but I wasn't feeling it. I really wasn't. Again, you know, again, I'm, I'm sick, so that's probably playing into it. But it was just a ton of exposition, really beautiful settings and everything else. You know, it was just, it was just, yeah, it's, it's fine. I don't know. Like one of the benefits of taking kind of both the mini approach and also the TV talk approach to this podcast is that it makes things flexible enough that if we're not feeling a show... We don't have to talk about it. And the thing is, I actually am feeling this show. I just don't know that I have a lot to say about it And this after this particular episode. Now, granted, that's just this one episode. There's been a lot kind of up until this. I've, I've really liked that they've gotten a little bit more, you know, a uh, little bit fast and loose with the, uh, with the source material. It allows for a lot more speculation, and that's been a source of enjoyment. And, I mean, like, it's beautiful, and I love, it, like, existing in the world of you know, kind of Peter Jackson's Tolkien, right? Like that's where the, a lot of the the visual inspiration is coming from. And so I love being back in this world. I love the dwarf stuff, like really enjoyed all the scenes with uh, with with the dwarves and the discovery of Mithril, and then also kind of the implications in terms of like this is a new this is a new power. This could totally redefine us as a as a people. And then also you see Durin like getting you know really excited about you know pushing the boundaries on how we're going to get more of this Mithril. And of course you know we know we know that the dwarves were too greedy and they dug too deep. And so we know what's going to happen by him <laughs> keeping on pushing this thing. But I guess that's the thing. This is like. Tension between these two things is on the one hand, I'm really glad they they strayed from the source material in some areas because it does allow for more speculation. On the other hand, because we know what's going to happen, we know what's going to happen. And we're just kind of like chilling and and just enjoying the space and and the place. I also find that a lot of the characters that we know where they're going to end up, I keep on kind of being a little, I don't know, I'm just kind of ready for them to get there, right? Like a steel door here in the call to Middle Earth take that call man like go like go like you could have gone last episode like it's it's cool like go on be a hero for like five seconds and then do them all all of you know middle earth for an age like like you could do it do it you know you can i thought i thought i think it's interesting that like he's hearing this voice right this voice that's calling to him it's for us as an audience supposed to be reminiscent of the ring but you also have to wonder what it is actually because obviously the ring has yet to be forged at least so far as we know and beyond that like Everything that a sealed door like messes up comes after he succeeds, right? Like Sauron's kind of doing pretty good, uh, based off of the opening of the Fellowship of the Rings. He he pops up, he's got that giant cool mace. He's like swinging and knocking dudes back five at a time. Like he's he's fine. And then a sealed door comes off, cuts off his hand, turns him into a giant eye. That's not great, you know. So I can't imagine that Sauron wants a sealed door to come and do that. Now, after he does it, then like, yeah, you know, a sealed door needs to be tempted so that they can get the ring back. Like, I get it. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. I like seeing the kid, the uh, the half elf kid, like the he was he's rolling around. He's got the blade. He's figured out now that like blood kind of helps it like it feeds off of that blood. We also see these 
uh, humans. Like, <laughs> I feel like my interest is constantly shifting between different stories. And maybe that's the benefit of having so many different stories in this show. But like the Numenor stuff, I find kind of slow. I want him to get back to Middle Earth. I know it's a big deal. I know the fall of Numenor is a thing. And, you know, that's that's probably going to be a lot of this season is, is really kind of, you know, tracking this prophecy and trying to figure out what's going on. And then, you know, uh, the Numenor is going to fall, but then we're going to go to Middle Earth and we're going to establish Gondor and, you know, cool. But it just seems so slow to me right now. I don't know. It just it just felt so slow. The uh, the kid, though, the um, you know, so he's got this blade and uh, he's figured out that, you know, his blood kind of feeds it and it grows and it's it's clearly very evil. And based on the intel that the elf dude got from the evil elf dude, uh, you know, we've, we we're finding out that, you know, they're coming through like they're they're going to establish this stronghold in the Southernlands, which we can, you know, uh, expect to be Mordor in the coming future. And moreover, we see that the humans that live there are actually rather divided. These are all the descendants of those that had sided with uh, the big bad devil dude back in the day. And now, uh, even now, some of them are like, oh, yeah, like, let's let's party down. Let's go. Let's go for another round. All right. Yeah. Can't beat them. Join them. Give me that. Give me that blood eating blade. Yeah, let's do it. We're, we're kind of seeing the uh, the establishment of the the people that would go on to be, I guess, those dudes in Lord of the Rings. Remember, like the humans that were wearing the weird armor that were looking for Frodo and Sam and they were under the cloak. Yeah. So these are like the great, 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 great grandfather of those people. I don't know. However long this time is a thing. Look, reality is that's pretty much all I got to say about this episode. I, 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 it was a ton of exposition, obviously beautiful. I'm not feeling well, so I'm sure that's probably coloring my, my viewing of it. But I really want to hear y'all's thoughts. Did you enjoy this one? Is it still tracking for you? Uh, is this, uh, you know, are they going to bring it back next week? Who knows? But I want to hear from y'all. Head over to tvtalk.fm for all of our contact information. You can also share your thoughts over at tvtalk.fm on the Twitters. Use the hashtag uh, TalkingTVTalk. Why not? Use the hashtag TalkingTVTalk. Let me know your thoughts. All right. That's going to do it for me. But don't worry. I'm going to get some tea and then I'm going to lie down and then I'm going to be back in a flash. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.